Hi, this is Mark Taylor and the Education on Fire podcast. Um, this week, my interview, ICT, with Mr P, um, has been split into two. Um, so we had some great conversations about how technology and the hardware of iPads and laptops are used in schools and all the really important online safety aspects and the way education is going and, and how technology fits into that. It was a brilliant conversation with him um, and I wanted to make sure that you got a full chance to listen to it in the best possible way. So we, we split this interview into two parts. So today you have part one and then concluding on Friday. I hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to the Education on Fire podcast. The place where we share creative and inspiring learning in our schools. Season 2, Episode 23. Hello and welcome back to the Education on Fire podcast with me, Mark Taylor. Um, Today I'm delighted to be joined by Lee Parkinson, who's a primary school teacher who specialises in the use of technology to raise standards across the curriculum. His training in INSET provides teachers with a wealth of knowledge on the most engaging and inspiring ways to improve standards in literacy, numeracy and the new primary curriculum using modern technology. Um, Thanks very much for joining me today, Lee. No worries. Um, can you sort of just expand on that intro and um, and just tell us a little bit about sort of your teaching background and, and how you sort of ICT became um, your sort of speciality? Um, yeah, uh, well, I've been teaching now for uh, sort of 10 years or so. For the past uh, five years, I've, I've been working part time at my school and also leading training here, there and everywhere around the country and beyond. And uh, yeah, my school, Davian Primary, I started there as an NQT at the end of the year for our leavers assembly. I sort of made a little video, uh, you know, just some pictures of the year six and their time through school with some music. And that impressed the head teacher so much. He made me IT coordinator. And so for the next sort of few years, I looked at developing that. And um, it got to a point where I was sort of looking around, at sort of moving on and, and maybe looking at deputy and and, and, and headship and then we found out myself and my wife found out we were expecting triplets so that sort of put that on hold and and yeah we welcomed uh the th- three beautiful kids uh to which my head teacher then sat me down he said look given your circumstances and given where you want to be because uh, you know I, I think my head teacher is absolutely fantastic at uh developing the staff and being supportive and letting them thrive with their sort of specialities he, he sort of said look what I think will will work best for you given your circumstances if we bring you out of the classroom and you can start covering PPA whole school because at that time I'd only sort of taught in key stage two so for me to get good you know decent experience down EYFS in key stage one and sort of see the progression whole school from more of a senior leadership point of view and he said but you, you, you'll have the opportunity to really develop your specialism in IT to which I replied that's great love to do that but I'm going to need some equipment so we, uh, we ended up buying a, a class set of iPads and that was sort of the start of the journey. So as soon as we got the iPads, I sort of quickly realised that everything that I was, we were making on there, the children were creating on those iPads, we couldn't stick in a book. And so we started our school blog, daveyume.primaryblogger.co.uk, uh, which we've carried on ever since because it's just been a fantastic platform for engaging parents and uh, giving children a real purpose with their learning, uh, but also teaching them, teaching the children how to be responsible and, and positive digital citizens. A couple of months after that, I started my own uh, teacher blog, 
Mr. Parkinson, ict.blogspot.co.uk and started my Twitter account at ICT underscore Mr. P and my Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash ICT with Mr. P, I think it is. And and it's just sort of, uh, it just sort of got bigger and and, and people were, you know, sort of uh, reading the ideas and, 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 and that sort of thing. And it got bigger and bigger and I started to uh, dip my toe into a bit of a few of the teach meets and it got to about April Easter time that year and um, I got a, I got a direct message from Alan Pete who is or has been one of the uh, well my probably ultimate teacher hero I mean he came into our school and did some uh, writing training six years ago now I think and it just completely transformed my outlook on on how to teach writing and, and English in general. And so he got in touch and sort of said, oh, you've been recommended to us as a potential trainer. Couldn't, uh, would you like to come and have a, a chat about things and we can come and watch one of your sessions? And um, and yeah, uh, I got a phone call off him then saying, yeah, really impressed. We think you'd be great. We'd love to bring you on board. And it wasn't uh, bring me on board to work for them. It's It was more you know, sort of supporting me to start my own business and, and work with them. And I always remember, I talk about this a lot on, me training when we talk about risk taking and and sort of uh, the growth mindset type idea. I remember sat there at the kitchen table with my wife and the triplets running around in nappies, thinking, "Can we take this risk? Can we go? You know, can I go part time, knowing that it's not going to be a guarantee that I'll get schools booking me in?" I remember saying to me, "I said, you know, I'd, I'd much rather try it, you know, and if I fail, I've, at least I know I've given it my best shot." Than you know, 20 years down the line, looking back and saying, what if? And uh, yeah, very glad I made that decision because I'm in a lovely position now where I'm getting to visit so many amazing schools all around the country and, and just see my ideas being used by classrooms all over the world, which is still now just is just incredible. Uh, but also still get to go back to my school each week and work with those children which for me is, is is the most important thing. I think a lot, you know, a lot of people who get into the sort of training consultancy side of things, uh, you know, can see. And uh, well, I know that there's some that sort of see it as a way out of the classroom. For me, it's 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 not about that. I, I want to be in the classroom as much as I possibly can. I'm just in a very very lucky position where I now get to share ideas and strategies and approaches with with teachers all over the world. And I, and I think the the key thing there is the fact that you, the consultancy enables you to share those those fantastic sort of inspiring ideas, which um can then grow, like you say, around the country and around the world. But oh, absolutely, th- yeah. There is something about the relationship that you develop with the class over a period of time, over that whole academic year, isn't there? Which um which which you can't replicate in that way. And I think being able to combine the two things is a really is a really special way to be able to live your life. Oh, absolutely. And I think I'm in a very, very lucky position, but I always, and I think I'm very, very thankful to the school and the leadership at my school in the fact that, you know, they recognized, uh, you know, that I was going in this way and they didn't stop me. They, you know, they, they, they've always supported me and it's been great because I know there's plenty of leadership teams that would have gone, no, you either go or you stay. And then that's it. Whereas my my sort of school have been really sort of flexible and supportive and without them I wouldn't have been able to sort of make this step so yeah it sort of works both ways really and 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 it's a great thing to hear because I mean this podcast is really 
to support teachers and people in education to sort of hear that like you say sometimes people think it has to be a certain way whether it's the way you teach something or it's the way that you come across um and and what's great to hear there is like you said the support of the school and being able to support you in your sort of career development at the same time as utilizing your skills and just knowing that having the right conversation with the right person within your school um things don't always have to look a certain way you can actually create your own environment and and i think that's not a it's not only positive for yourself it's also positive for the children because if that's if that's the ethos of the school and what's running through the heart of the school that can only be a positive thing that rubs off on them as well absolutely and the children love nothing more than finding out where i've been because on a lot of the training that i do i share you know the children's examples of work and you know they they love seeing that their work is being seen by schools and teachers all over the world so you know it, it like i say it does work both ways and i you know i'm in school tomorrow um really looking forward to to working with the children there tomorrow so yeah it sort of worked yeah just I'm, I'm just very very lucky in the position that i'm in and um you know it is quite hard work all the traveling that that i have to do but it is very very rewarding when you see you know schools using the ideas and the impact that it's then having on children's learning it's um yeah it's amazing and you said it sort of really started with the with the school blog and then sort of expanded through your blog and do you do you find um, that because the um, the blogs have something tangible in terms of this project or this thing that I'm writing about has an effect now, that um, the, ch- the children really sort of re- warm to that and respond to that because it- it's current and it's in the moment. And it's something they're doing which has a real immediate impact rather than we're learning to write or we're learning to read for the future. And and, and, and do you think the modern technology in that way is, is really supporting that sort of, sort of present mindset? Yeah, I think it, for, for me, what everything with, that I do with the children is I try and find, I try and make it purposeful for them. And um, when you're u- utilizing the, in, the internet in a positive way, the children just respond so well to it. So actually having a platform where you're putting children's work on there for it to be then seen by a global audience, you know, just gets such a positive reaction from the children. They, you know, they want their work to be perfect it's not you then saying i want this i want that it's the children saying can i put what do i need what do i need to do for my work to be the best it can be because this piece of work when it goes on the school blog is going to be seen by you know the hundreds of thousands of people that will see it which is what we've done now so we've the blog in our school has really um sort of really work, develop things in three ways so because we've linked it to our school twitter account and our school facebook page you know the uh, engagement we get from parents is fantastic uh, we've used it then to reduce the amount of photocop- photocopying that we're doing so we've, we're, st- we're actually using the technology to sort of save us a lot of money um, I think that we were looking at it this time last year and we've we've sort of reduced the photocopying pretty much by half I think or near enough I mean there's other things that we've been doing but the, the blogging and the Facebook page is definitely and Twitter has definitely contributed to that um, the fact that the children are actually taught how to blog themselves so lower down the school if we're talking EYFS key stage one it's very much the teacher in charge of it but they're having those conversations with the children about oh this is going to go on to our blog it has to be the best it can be because it's going to be there forever so laying the foundations of you know when you post things online they stay there but not doing that in a negative way that I seem to see with lots of teachers you know um, we had internet safety day the other the other month and I actually made a video on my Facebook page about my frustration 
with certain things with Internet Safety Day. In our school, we don't we don't celebrate Internet Safety Day because we see that every day is Internet Safety Day because children are using technology more than they ever have done before. In fact, you know, majority of children will be using some sort of technology day in, day out, whether it's in school or at home. So we recognize that and we think, you know, it's, our, it's sort of our responsibility not to be uh, encouraging children to use certain social media platforms as they do have age restrictions but educating the children about them so when they are old enough to use them they know how to do it responsibly so i came across a great quote the other the other day about social media which was i can't remember who it was by but it said uh, we don't have a choice about using social media the only choice we have is how well we do it so that's what i sort of say to children you've got a choice when you use the internet you either use it to give yourself opportunities get jobs careers or you use it to stop yourself getting opportunities, jobs and careers. But when they get to sort of key stage two, they get given a username, they get given a password, and then they can log into the blog on whatever device they're using in school, whatever device they're using at home, and they can write content. So they can actually use it as a way of sharing ideas, stories, doing book reviews, whatever homework tasks the teacher might set. However, the way that we've got it set up is that everything then has to be approved by an adult, whether that's a teacher, a TA, or if you get some parents involved as well. So it actually gives children a, a sort of safe platform to use the internet, but also learn from mistakes without that actually then having uh, other consequences. Because you read stories all the time now about children or young people or young adults who you know, might post something, uh, send a tweet, send a Facebook post, and then that ends up stopping them getting a job. Or you know, and, and we, we just constantly try and talk about that with the, with the children. So I, I, it frustrates me when you come across so many schools who block everything, you know, block the internet, block. I was in a school the other week where they blocked Google. And I said, why have you blocked Google? And they're like, oh, we don't know what they're going to search for. And I might like, teach them. <laughs> How else are they going to learn? You know, how would we expect children to be good writers if we said, put the pen down? or good readers and say, close that book. You know, you wouldn't expect children to become good swimmers if you never let them go in water. So, you know, it is such a current issue. It's such, such an important one as well now because technology is so, so prevalent. And I think, you know, just uh, generally, uh, you know, right across education, we need to recognize this more. And we need to, you know, be uh, embracing it a lot more. Um, you know, there are certain arguments that would say, you know, the, the focus on, or well, the overfocus on English and, and maths means that teachers don't necessarily spend as much time on the technology side of things, whereas actually it sort of links in, doesn't it? You know, this idea of digital literacy for me, it's just literacy. Technology has always defined the way in which we communicate and the way in which we access texts and this and that. So, uh, yeah, we've just got to try and embrace it as much as possible, really, is what I'm sort of trying to say i think that's right and, and it's all about focus isn't it it's all about attitude it's all about um you know you, you you don't say don't talk to anybody um because you might get someone telling you something you don't want to hear or you might get bullied you say talk to people be open and then if you get yourself into some kind of trouble or you experience something you don't like you then give them the skills to be able to protect themselves and support themselves and i think the technology is exactly the same thing you know um i had a conversation with my daughter recently after she'd had a an e-safety day or whatever it was in, in her school and um and there, there there have been some issues going on and I said if you look at it this way you know we don't say you're never allowed to go out of the house because being outside or crossing the road is dangerous what we do is we teach you and 
um how to cross the road safely how to be outside safely and then you go and embrace the outside world you know but we give you the skills yeah. you need to do it and 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 i see the internet in exactly the same way and i think as, as you Absolutely. rightly said that that just is key you know yeah it's not going anywhere and and uh we need to be doing it more regularly i think i think mean, we, we need to be you know discussing it and talking about it regularly but if they, if that's you know part part of what how you're evidencing and how you're sharing children's learning you know week in week out you're going to be having those conversations every week as well so it's not left then to the one day where all the teachers then do one activity on that day about the internet it's you're talking about each and every day and you know there are, there are just so many positives from it as well we've just had so many examples of where you know the children have done some amazing work and from sharing it on online we've just had such the children have just had so many amazing responses from from different companies or different uh, authors poets you know so it really gives the children a platform to write for or to you know to share their learning uh with a real global audience which you know is it can have such a positive impact not just on the quality of the work the children are producing but those digital literacy skills that we've just been mentioning and also it's it's also a modern way of taking you yourself out of the classroom isn't it because you know while you know, you, you, it used to be a question of we're going to get on a trip and that sort of thing, which of course still happens nowadays. But in in, in a purely academic side, um, you know, you're taking yourself out of the classroom and putting yourself online and sharing and and being part of the wider community in in in, in a whole new way. And I th- and I think that's a really exciting thing. And like I say, the the conversations you can then have with the community, with companies, with um, um, people in the field that you're studying, like I say, whether it's an author or, or a poet, I, th- I think it's a fantastic thing. And just the instant or relatively instant response you can get um it's it's such a brilliant opportunity yeah completely agree so yeah a lot of my training sort of encourages schools to embrace it embrace the internet embrace social media don't be scared about getting a school facebook page because you might have had a couple of parents who've said negative things before they're going to do that the parents are going to do that because they don't think you're going to find out put yourself on facebook you're in control then of the vision of your school on that social media platform um and the again the with our school facebook page we make it very clear it's a one-way communication tool with parents if parents air any negative views you know they'll be blocked blocked and banned um and you know the response we've had from parents has been incredibly positive and they just love it and whether we like this or not you know the majority of parents they're on facebook they're scrolling through so we see it as a way of shoving it in their face saying look this is what your child's done today talk to them about it talk to them about it you know because and generally speaking the parents at our school are in, you know they're amazing they're really really supportive but you know i think uh, the general picture now is we're getting more and more parents who you know are sort of money rich time poor uh, which actually puts a lot more pressure on teachers to not just, you know, look after children academically, but emotionally and uh, as 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 well. And uh, you know, I was speaking to a school the other day where they're having a lot of issues with things like um, WhatsApp and, and and Instagram, and you know, the parents then are looking at the school to solve the problems, and and I'm saying, well, why? Why are the parents not accepting responses? You know, if it's the parents who are giving children the devices. Um, you know, there's got to, so a lot of schools now putting on support for parents and, you know, it's, we had it with our stepson. We, we found this with our stepson now is we, you know, he's had a, he's had a mobile phone for a couple of years to begin with. We sort of just left him to his own devices. And then we found that, you know, he was big, he was just getting more and more withdrawn. He'd come in from school, he'd go into his bedroom and that was it. So you know, we, we sort of discussed it and thought, well, actually there's no one showing him how to 
find the balance with te- that that's the big i think the biggest thing the biggest issue with a lot of teenagers now when you're young adults is no one has ever sat you know no one's teaching these young people how to find the balance with technology and it's not that technology is a bad thing it's not you know it's it's it, it can be an incredibly powerful tool but it can also become addictive and i think there are a lot of children who are growing up and you know finding it more difficult to actually engage face to face with people turning to their screens but that i think comes down to just a lack of education it's just a, and i think the way that the, the technology has grown so rapidly sort of over the last decade or so you know as educators and as parents i suppose we've we've found it tricky to keep up with that but it's our response you know both for me as a teacher and a parent to you know so to to identify that and actually teach so he, he can have some time on his phone at at night but he's in our company doing that and then you know we make sure we take it off him before he goes to bed uh, and he said well, what am I going to do about my alarm clock so we bought him an alarm clock you know <laughs> one uh, of those old-fashioned things that they don't know anything yeah, about <laughs> yeah yeah but we just we it's important that he understands he's got to be a balance because if we just left him to his own devices we'd never see him he'd be in his bedroom because that's that's appealing isn't it they, they, I mean they've done studies now to show that the, the interaction you get through your phone can release the same sort of addictive hormone that you get from gambling and and, and drinking and, and and these sort of things. So, you know, as, as great as I think technology is, the one thing I am saying to a lot of teachers now is what we've got to teach children is they have to find the balance. They have to know when to pick up a device and create content and share and communicate and that sort of thing. But also, you know, when they're in the company of people, that, whether it's family, friends, whatever, is to actually put the, the technology down and engage that way. So... My sort of mantra, my, my sort of saying now is, you know, with children, we want them to be masters of technology and not slaves to it. That's what I talk about all the time. And and one of the biggest ways, you know, one of the biggest steps is getting children to understand the, the balance. Thank you for listening to the Education on Fire podcast. For more information, please go to educationonfire.com.